Welcome to getuplearn.com podcast. Today topic is linguistics language. Philosophical reflection has brought about the awareness that language is used in a variety of ways. Ludwig Wittgenstein in his philosophical investigations points out many uses of language such as describing objects, reporting an event, expressing one's speculations about an event, making up a story, creating and telling a joke, translating from one language to another, asking, greeting, cursing, giving orders and praying. This wide variety of functions that language performs in human communication can be brought together under four main categories, the informative, the expressive, the directive, and the performative. When language does more than one of these, as is usually the case in discourse, we can speak of a fifth function, the multiple functions. Main functions of language. 1. Informative. 2. Expressive. 3. Directive. 4. Performative. 5. Multiple functions. Informative, when language is used to describe the world or to reason about it, then it serves the informative function. Ordinarily, this is done through formulating propositions, sentences, to affirm or deny something about reality. For example, today is a bright day, or it is not cold today. The best example of informative discourse is the language of empirical sciences, which is characterized by clarity, precision, and objectivity. With regard to propositions, one may try to determine whether they are true or false. For example, if one says that it is a bright day, day, we can check and verify whether it is really so. Expressive, language serves the expressive function whenever it is used to give vent to to express, or to arouse feelings, emotions and attitudes. Thus one may express joy and appreciation by shouting, well done, disappointment by saying, oh, how very unfortunate. The poet expresses complex and concentrated emotions through a poem. Religious persons may express their feelings of wonder and awe at the mystery of the universe by reciting the Gayatri Mantra, the Lord's Prayer, the Fatiha, or any other prayer. In all these cases language is used not to communicate information but to communicate, express, one's feelings, emotions or attitudes. Directive, language serves the directive function when it is used to cause or prevent certain actions. The clearest examples of this are commands and requests. When the mother tells the child to stop playing and start studying, the intention is not to communicate any information or to evoke any particular emotion, but to get the child to study. When the passenger tells the ticket seller two tickets to Delhi, language is being used directly to produce action. So too, questions can be considered as directive discourse when, as is ordinarily the case, they are posed to get answers. Performative, a performative utterance is one which, when uttered in appropriate circumstances, actually performs the act it appears to report or describe. Th- thus, when at the end of the marriage ceremony the priest slash pujari slash magistrate says, I now pronounce you husband and wife, the man and the woman really become husband and wife. In the same way, when at an inaugural function the president says, I now declare the meeting open, the meeting really begins. Other examples are, I congratulate you, I apologize for, etc. Multiple functions, except in occasional cases, in ordinary communication, people make use of all the different functions of language. Thus a religious instruction, which may predominantly be directive, may express and evoke sentiments and include some information. And a scientific treatise, essentially informative, may express something of the writer's own enthusiasm, and at least an indirect invitation to the reader to verify for himself slash herself the conclusions arrived at.
the ceremonial use of language, phrases of greeting, solemn language in religious services, is a mixture of expressive and directive discourse. Properties of language We have mentioned that various animals use sounds, phone, that indicate different meanings. But in human language, specific sound does not have any meaning. Rather it is the coordination of different sounds that makes a meaningful word or sentence. 1. Phonemes 2. Morpheme 3. Syntax 4. Semantics Phonemes, every human language has between 12 to 60 sound phone units. These sound units are called phonemes. The term is derived from the Greek word phone means sound. Thus, the sound pattern of a language is one of its features. Phoneme is a unit of sound that distinguishes meaning in a particular language. English has 26 letters but more than 40 significant sounds, the multiple combinations of which can change the meaning of a word. For example in English, the difference between bit and pit is distinguished by the sound difference or phonemic difference between slash b slash and slash p slash, and thereby brings out a change in the meaning. The study of sound patterns in the language is done under a branch of study called phonetics slash phonology. It is the systematic identification and description of the distinctive sounds of a language. Morpheme, usually, the phonemes are combined with other phonemes to form a meaningful set of sounds. Often, these meaningful set of sounds make up what we call words. Words may be composed of a number of smaller meaningful units. This combination of meaningful sounds is called morpheme. Thus, it is the arrangement of phonemes that makes a morpheme. It is morphology that studies about the morphemes in a language. People do not usually pause between words when they speak. If we did not know our language, a sentence would seem like a continuous stream of sounds. We separate one word from another only when we write it. A word is only an arbitrary sequence of sounds that has a meaning. We would not hear words as separate units, if do not know the particular language. Syntax, as language is an open system, we can make meaningful sounds that we heard earlier. But in every language there are certain rules for making phrases and sentences. These rules are termed syntax. These rules determine whether a subject is to be before or after a verb, or an object follows a verb etc. We generally learn these rules from schools. But children know many of them before going to school. Semantics, semantics is the study of the meanings of symbols, words, phrases and sentences of a language. Linguistic anthropologists focus on the meaning of language as it is related to beliefs and patterns of thoughts in different societies. Separate area has evolved to study about meanings of concepts and terms, like kinship terms and other cultural phenomena. This special field is known as ethnosemantics. Ethnosemantics is very much related to, if not similar to cognitive anthropology. Thank you listen to the getuplearn.com podcast we hope it helped you.